Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. Yes, we're not as enthusiastic or as cheery as in previous episodes, of course, because we're going to be talking about that terrible, terrible defeat for Club America against Leon at home. We're also going to be breaking down a little bit of the Lady Aguilas results as they drew against, um, God, who did they, uh, Veracruz, correct, uh, gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that they've uh, now that they've spoken, let me introduce them as always. My co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo, and everyone's favorite, Mr. Cowboy Dan. Gentlemen, how's the weather? Cold, snowy, fluctuating. Fluctuating. I like that word. Dude, I like like, word. like like it was just freezing Saturday, and like turn around to Thursday, it's gonna be like eighty degrees here. Like, what sense does that make? I think I think Cowboy Dan has given us the word of the week for the podcast and for America fluctuating because mm-hmm. I think it breaks down exactly what this America side has been for the past couple of weeks. Do you guys agree to that? You, I mean, we went from uh, a defeat against uh, Monterrey, then to a win against Pachuca, and then to uh, to a loss now against León. Yes, I mean it's like. What is this? What is the deal? It's like you know, burnt the barbecue for me. I expected the ribs to fall off the bone, and they didn't fall off the bone. It was Querétaro, not Pachuca. You're right. There you go. Querétaro, Querétaro. I was like, wait, I, I'm pretty sure I'm getting that one wrong, but thank you yeah, for correcting right. me. All right. That's uh, Yes, that's exactly why you're here. <laughs> but we're going to break that down. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to break down Nico Castillo's debut, whether or not we thought he did more than enough to convince us. And uh, we're just going to break down this this game. And then, of course, we're going to get you guys hyped up as much as we can because we, of course, have the Clásico Capitolino coming up this Sunday in Seoul. So we got so much, so much to talk about. And we're also going to be recapping a little bit of what happened at our first ever viewing party that happened in Fullerton, California. Thanks to those of you who made it. We'll talk a little bit more about it, and I'll give you guys a little bit more of the details of what happened. But with that said, gentlemen, are we ready to get started? Si, senor. I mean, I feel like we should have a gancito in, in honor of our sadness. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, what, about, it, what about a torta de tamal? Oh my god, dude, that sounds so bomb right now because it is freezing cold. Aguajolota is exactly what we need at this moment. Oh, dude, I can't uh, wait. Dylan is just shaking his head because he has no idea what's going on. Yo, Dylan, I need I need to get a torta in, a torta de tamal in your mouth soon. And that's Oh man, it, it would cut off right now. Sounded there. so wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I think I got it. Uh, all righty, gentlemen. Well, let's uh, let's not delay this any further. Of course, no Copa Mekis, but our team has officially qualified already to the next round. So uh, we're just going to have to wait and see who our next opponent is. But we will let you guys know as, much, as soon as we figure something out as well. But all right, let's talk about America versus Leon. So we went into this game very hyped up, very enthusiastic, very hopeful that this game was going to be exciting, because it was going to be thrilling, and that we were going to be able to see an America side walk away with three points. Unfortunately, we were wrong on all aspects. And actually, if we go back and we see at exactly the predictions we made, none of us were close. The only person that actually got close, and it's not even a person, it was a machine. It was EA Sports FIFA, who we remember last week, predicted America would lose 3-1 at home and almost got it right. It was a 3-0 result. 
I That's mean, kind of scary. It, yeah, that was kind of scary. I mean, the, it's, the game is playing on the background right now, so we'll see what the our Pumas fates awaits. But uh, as 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 that goes on, we'll uh, we'll talk about this and we'll we'll break it down because a lot of things went wrong, I think, for this for this America side. And and watching this uh, alongside other fellow Americanistas that were in the area that came on down, um, it it uh, it it definitely was uh, it was a little heartbreaking. Um, because I mean, we had so much hype going into this viewing party that afterwards, uh, it, it, it wasn't really kind of, uh, you know, the, the mood you wanted to end with, uh, but everyone was tremendous. Everyone still had a smile on their faces and, um, really the event was, was a success for us. I, 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 I you know, we spoke a little bit, I spoke to Dylan, I spoke to you and, and, you know, and we think that it was, um, you know, it was pretty good for, for our first time. So again, thank you to those of you who, who made it out. I know Jose Sepulveda once was there, Carlos Diaz, uh, Carlos Serna, uh, you know, if, if uh, I'm forgetting some of you guys' names, I'm sorry, it's just, I'm, I'm putting the moment, but thank you to everyone who made it. I mean, Amy from, you know, the Footmex Nation made it out. Ivan Fernandez made it out. Um, so all these great, wonderful people made it out part of who are, you know, kind of big, big names from the community as well. So it was definitely, uh, it, it, it was, it was, it was great to see. And hopefully for the next time we do this, you know, many more people can come. Uh, so we'll, we'll definitely plan that out ahead with a little bit more time with, so that way you guys can actually kind of plan ahead. And, and cause I know we're going to only give you guys a week to, to get this going, but um, we will definitely want to do this again, hopefully next month, and uh, we can get that situated, get everyone a little bit more coordinated, see exactly, you know, where we can do it. Uh, if if it's, again, over there at, uh, you know, Larry's Pizza, you know, they were phenomenal hosts and everything. So we'll have to wait and see. But I know a lot of people were definitely happy and, and, and excited. So uh, we're definitely going to try to do that again. But uh, I went on the biggest tangent there. But, but the point is uh, that, uh, yeah, it, it, everyone just – was a bit disappointed. I, I mean, 90 minutes went by and you saw really a, a team that you couldn't even recognize. I, I mean, could, could you guys say that this was the America we've been watching, you know, week in and week out? Oh, man. I mean, Dylan, you're shaking your head no, but give me an answer. You, you just can't. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not. I mean, you expected the ribs to come out good and everything, but it just didn't. And I don't know why, but like I was, like I said, I was expecting fall off the bone ribs, but I didn't get fall off the bone ribs. I think, um, I think we just all can agree this was probably the worst America we've seen in in a very long time. It was uh, mm-hmm. very surprising to see all aspects of the team just play terrible, and like you said, it was almost like we just didn't recognize this team. And it was actually all aspects of the team. And I, there is not one player on that pitch that okay, you could say, well, he had a good game or mm-hmm. he was at least decent. Uh, from the goalkeeper all the way to the top, I, everyone was disappointing. And that's a yeah. shocker. That's it. And I was talking to our good friend, uh, Miss Cari Torres, you know, beloved Leon fan. Uh, and I told her, uh, it, what frustrates me the most is that it always happens against Leon. Yeah, it I always just, happens against Leon. It's like there are kryptonite for some reason. I was thinking that too after the match. Terrible, and it's no pun intended because they're they're green or anything like that. But I, I mean, it was just terrible, 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 terrible. And and I know a lot of people will say, well, what about Guido? I thought Guido was below expectations. You know, be, below his game level. Uh, you know, I, I felt that at times he just wasn't in the positions that I expected him to be. And it wasn't even because he was just running around everywhere trying to plug holes. I, I think he just 
was frustrated at times and, yeah. and, and couldn't focus, you know. I, we saw an Edson Alvarez who had the opportunity to get the first goal in the first opening minutes, and when he misses that chance, he just is not the same Edson after that, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't know if that play kept in his mind or what it was, but he just wasn't the same after that, you know. A guy that I highly rate so much, Renato Ibarra. A, Ooh, this is not, one of his worst games I've ever seen him play. Yeah, this could not – and I wanted to defend him. I, I tried, and and I it, and as much as I can use this to 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 credit that you know maybe it was it wasn't his fault, but I, I think it was more credit to Leon. They they did ex, ex, an exceptional job in defending. Mm-hmm. But with saying that, we're at home. We should be able to break this down. And the fact that we haven't, the fact that we didn't. That's what causing me so much concern. Right. The fact that Renato Ibarra couldn't get past one or two markers and couldn't make a play, that was what's worrying me. And then, of mm-hmm. course, I mean, why even – I mean, Clemente looked like he had something going, right? It, it looked like he started off like, yes, oh. this is the Clemente we've wanted. And then, and then, the and then five minutes go getting. by. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, that's the most terrible part about it is because this kid shows – a little bit of the potential that he has just can't consistently bring it out. Uh, I mean, why even mention Roger at this point? You know, it's a, a, another terrible game from him. Yeah. Henry Martin, again, I had no idea he was even playing at some point. Um, I mean, the back line was just way off everywhere. Paola Aguilar was, yeah, Paola Aguilar was terrible. Was terrible. At one point, he was playing too deep. At one point, he was playing too high. No consistency there. Sanchez, I wish would have started. Reyes again, another another terrible performance from him. Mm-hmm. Aguilera, I mean, what could we say about him that we haven't said before in these type of games? And then Bruno, I mean, Bruno, Bruno was trying to be Bruno, but even him, he got lost, and there was real no communication in that center back partnership. I felt like there was these type of games where everything was just mayhem and chaos. Yeah. Uh, and all it took was for one goal, one Leon goal to go in for mm-hmm. us to, to just fall apart. And it is exactly what happened. I mean, let's, 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 let's talk about this in full. I mean, 90 go minutes go by results mm-hmm. goes three nil final whistle blows. What's your Dylan? What, what's your final thought? What's your first thoughts? You know, game ends, you see this poor performance. What's the first thing that pops into your head? I need a beer. <laughs> wow. that's 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 literally what i was gonna do I, I i went back stuck my beer in my room and just just drank the rest of the night and just thought about this game and was like damn i was like i can't believe that just happened seriously christian oh, yeah. um no i think you summed it up perfectly it was i don't know i at, at, at first i have to admit at first first 10 minutes go by i actually think we were, we were playing kind of decent you know we were getting we were creating we had balls in the box. It's just Roger didn't want to shoot for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but after those 10 minutes, then you see Leon just, I don't know. I, I don't know so much of Leon taking over or America just being so disorganized. This game was so messy. that they, they were, There was like a feeling that there was no tactics involved. Uh, everyone was out of position. Nobody was kind of like trying in a sense. Like it was a weird vibe I got from this team going forward and throughout the match. And... I don't know. At some point, I felt. I think it was after the first Leon goal. I think at that point, I was like, "Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're coming back from this one." And usually, we're pretty good at you know, you know, tying the game up or co- making the comeback. But for some reason, this is this team just seemed way off. And I guess someone said in the chat, "I guess it's good to lose, but um, 
you know, it keeps the players, you know, grounded. It it shows them that you know we still have a lot to work uh to work on if you want to be the the be campeones this this semester. Um, it's, I just didn't think we would lose in that fashion though. I mean, a three nothing at home too against the Leon side. I mean, credit where credit is due. Leon played out, outstanding. You know, they made the chances. The the ones that they they uh they had to make, they did. Um, but I still think we should have beat them. Uh, I think our team just stacks up so much better against them, and I guess it was just an off day from everybody. And it's rare, but it happens, and I guess we just need to move on and look forward to the next match. Two things I want to talk about just from that little breakdown that you said. One, Roger, this is a consistent topic that we've talked about, but this is something that uh, needs to be addressed. And the fact that he is taking an extra touch in the box is frustrating, not just yeah. me, not just you, but the whole community. The whole community. Whole, mm-hmm. You know? And this is not the first time he does it. He's been no. doing this for the whole season and a little bit before that, too. He does not take the shot first first time. He wants to take a touch. For what reason? I have no idea. I, I don't know if he went to train with Louis Van Gaal. And you know how Louis Van Gaal said to the Manchester United players, you need to take an extra touch in the box before you before you shoot which is, I think, stupid if you're a forward. You always have to take your shot first time. Um, And it's just been frustrating because how many times have – and, you know, we've been giving Roger credit because he's been scoring goals. And, yes, he's been scoring some goals where he's taking them first time, and and you'd think he'd learn from that. But he's had so many open opportunities where he could just shoot the ball. Heck, win as a corner at least something. Yeah. Yeah, it's very frustrating to see. And, you know, you don't want to see that from Roger Martinez, especially – you know when Nico Castillo coming in into the into the team, and you know there's a there's a place up for grabs, and you know you see this, and you're like, well, does it really deserve to be there over over River Peralta when he comes back? Yeah, I I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see when that happens. And mm-hmm. the second thing I want to address is the fact that you you know the the whole it's good to lose kind of situation. Like it is, it is it is good to lose to keep you grounded at times. But here's but, my question. How is it that the players are going to respond to it? That is a whole different situation. And that we're, right. we're going to get that answer come Sunday, of course. Right. Now the question is, is it going to be the right response? Is it going to be the, the response that we, we dread? And let's hope that it's not the latter. You know, let's, let's, let's hope that it's exactly what we want to see from them. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of players came out and a lot of players said the right things to the camera, to the, to the media, you know, whether or not that they're going to fix it, whether or not they'll be able to do it against a relatively, you know, Weak Puma side, let's face it, they haven't been doing the best. But again, when it comes to America, everyone seems to step it up. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. It's an away game. It's at Seoul. Seoul's as much as people want to credit it as it being our second home in a sense. Yeah, we've had good fortune there, but because we've played good games there. And it's a matter of can you go and play a good game as well in this situation? Mm -hmm. We'll have to wait and see. We'll definitely have to wait and see. Dylan, what's your take on all of this? And and uh, give me more of an insight on exactly um, how it is that you felt that the team started in respect to how the team ended this game. Well, you know, I can't really tell you how it started because, you know, I was working and I missed uh, a majority of the first half. But, you know, just, just coming in and watching what I could in that first half, you know, I, I just already felt it. I was like, what is this team doing? I was like, there's there's nothing really seem to be creativity. Everything seems lost. Nobody seems to know what to do. No, there's no chemistry between this team. And then you get going towards uh, the end of the game, uh, especially whenever that second goal comes in. You see the frustration set in. You see it 
starting to affect the players and you're starting to wonder like what's going on this isn't the side we know and then there comes going and it's just all hell from there hell breaks loose and you know it's, it's just how it is and how it will be especially uh it being people are gonna people are gonna ask the questions people are gonna obviously um come out and uh and uh say like and, and like and like uh, bash the team a little bit but you know at, um at the end of, at the end of the day you know um before you know, we're wondering where this team plays. We're wondering if two, which we did not get at all, giving up those three goals. And so, so you know, that's how you got to sit here. It's tough. There wasn't eleven players on the pitch. Yeah, it it definitely did not feel like that. Um, I mean, this is so much running through my mind in regards to how yeah. how how to talk about this and break this right. down. But, um. We could we could talk about the the substitutions. Um, I think I saw, I, I, I saw a lot of people criticizing the the halftime substitution of, of Andresi Barwin coming in. In my opinion, I think I thought, I thought that was a great sub, and I kind of called it myself. I think you know what? I think this is this is a game for Barwin to come in over uh, instead of Clemente. You know, get him out of there. You know, he's not really producing what we need him to produce, and we know what Barwin can do. Yes, granted, this this will be his first game back, but um. But I I kind of I kind of trusted him in a sense to create something. But I think someone said in the chat he was very um very very to himself. He he really didn't play as a team. And there were I remember this one chance vividly where he he took on dribbled one player. I think he had a I want to say Roger Martinez open and said he tried to dribble the next defender, but then lost the ball. And you know that could have been a really great scoring chance to get us back in the game. No, yeah, definitely. I I do want to talk about substitutions because I think there was. Um... There's a lot to be said about the, the substitutions that were made and the times that they were made and all that stuff. But I, before before we get into that, because that's more of a second half situation, I want to talk uh, wrap this first half up and I want to talk about the goal that we concede. Okay. Uh, that's think, terrible marking. I think that's, that's not even terrible marking. That's terrible goalkeeping to begin with. True. Marchesin, in no situation did he have to overrun and parry the ball the way he did like that. And then... I mean, like you said, the marking was just off. The angle shouldn't even be there yeah, for the that player. Was impossible it, it, angle. Yeah. And the fact that he's still connected and and no one was able to get a body in between, that was what frustrated me. But to begin with, it's Marchesin's error. And a lot of people I don't I haven't seen at least a lot of people call him out for it, but I think he needs to 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 man up and say, Hey, this first one's on me. Because yeah. mm -hmm. if you look at the way that he goes and attacks that ball. He overruns it. He overruns it, and he sees it, and and he really realizes that. Hey, oh shit! I, oh, pardon my language. Uh, he he overruns it. So he in natural he goes and covers and dives and parries the ball away. Mm -hmm. But by doing so already, you're not gonna parry it away to a safe zone because you didn't. And then at at that point as well, I mean. If you would have done it the right proper way, the way he's always been doing it, he, it, it that was a much more simpler ball to catch or to try to parry away in, into the corner if he would have done it properly. But because right. he overruns it, mm -hmm. they don't get that second chance and no one puts it away, you know? And there yeah. goes one nil down. And the response from America wasn't the response, like you said, Christian. We usually have a good response. It wasn't there. Yeah, no, it was a. Uh... Yeah, it was it was not there. It was not non-existent. But just to touch on a little bit on the Marchesin thing, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, 
I mean, yes, all goalkeepers make mistakes, correct? I just feel like this this uh this season he's been making just a little tad more than last season. And I don't know if that has to do with overconfidence, you know, him knowing that he'll be the number one goalie no matter what. So, you know, he doesn't have to, you know, work as extra hard in practice. Or being that he doesn't play Copa and Mekis matches anymore, could that have something to do with it? You know, maybe he, he feels like he needs to play all the games like last season. So it's kind of hindering on his on his uh, thought process or whatever. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting to uh, to touch on Marchesin because, you know, we kind of always praise him as being the best goalkeeper in Liga Mekis. And, you know, these past couple of performances, you know, it's kind of, you know, like, you know, you, you, need, you, need to, you need to get back up there because there there's other goalkeepers uh, outperforming you and, you know, you need to get back to the top level. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I, I don't think it, there should be of a, uh, a sense of overconfidence because I think he needs to know that he he has a possibility to go make the national team with Argentina. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be looking at him with a fine tooth comb. So, right. I mean, he should be playing his A game every single, mm-hmm. every single second. Now it's also to be said that Marchesin has had a couple of hand uh, wrist issues this season. Okay, hence yes, why right. he's, he's missed some of the Copa Mekis game. Now, of course we're not making excuses for him because that's not what we're here to do. And that's not what, you know, he's there to do either. He's there to do perform his job and everything. But I, I do think that, you know, it is fair to call him out on a couple of situations that has been going on this season. Let's not forget when he did join America, he wasn't the same Marchesin. You know, it was a Marchesin right. that was making plenty of mistakes and everything. Uh, but you know, it, it's the life of a goalkeeper, and I think Dylan, you can attest to this as well. It's it's not an easy job, but it's it's a job that needs to be taken seriously. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely does. You know, just uh, you know, thinking back of it because I had to think about it. I remember seeing the goal, but I couldn't remember uh, the part you're talking about. Much as he parried it, I think he just misjudges it too in the way. And like, but I understand where you're coming from too. And like, I understand you know that lifestyle of the goalkeeper. But you know, at the end of the day, you know that's something that that the, this team had to shake off, and really he had to uh, he had to too. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, he's bailed out our center backs whenever people get through. Um, through yeah. on goal and it's just one-on-one and you know but you know at, at the end of the day too we praise him for that stuff but at the end of the day we've seen this and we see that he's still human yeah yeah and and i'm not to, i'm not here to bash on the guy yeah yeah, yeah no 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 yeah yeah because i understand that as 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 well as anyone in in the industry how tough that job is and then how difficult it can be to to, to you know be put in that situation but again you you're in that position because you want you, you put yourself in it because you're talented enough so when you make mistakes like that you own up to them and you work on them and, mm-hmm. and that's it and you move on from this and the team will move on from it as well you know uh and then moving past this whole marching thing it's how does the team respond and um, there's a lack of response Right in in the sense, there's no creativity going forward anymore. You seem stumped. You seem that you're outmatched, and and it looked like for a second that Leon read that right away and said, "You know what? We're gonna be smart. We're gonna hold. We're we're gonna hold, and we're gonna let you guys make more mistakes, and we're gonna capitalize on it." And boy, did they do that! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was uh, kind of the moments where you kind of missed a player like Mateo Sudibe. You know, a player that can like bring the ball forward and try to create something. Yes, uh, Alvarez likes to push up, but let's face it. You know, he he has. I don't think he has that level of creativity that you know Mateo Sudibe possesses, or you know uh, uh, Jeremy Menez. Um, you know, you were kind of missing a player like that this game, and it, and it showed. 
like you said, there was no creativity going forward. Everything was played through Ibarra, and either Ibarra had two players marking him, or he just tried to dribble through three, and we knew that was going to be impossible because the way Leon were playing that day. It was kind of a little bit frustrating to see. So, you know, it, you know, in moments like this, you you kind of wonder, okay, you know, in order to avoid this, I know this, I know I'm going a little bit off, but in order to avoid this, you know, you kind of have to plug in a player like Mateo Siribe somewhere in here. But you know, but where do you do it? I don't know. Um, we can talk about it more uh, when the substitution, because I think the the choice of going to a back three was a mistake in my opinion. Um, but we'll get into that more later. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. It's um, you definitely needed something going down the middle because I think Leon read you completely well and said we're gonna block your wings, and because of that, we're forcing you to go down the middle. A game that we're very strong at, but recently just haven't really been going so well. Because as much as we praise this Guido and Edson partnership, we finally realized that they have one thing that the Mateo Suribe and Guido partnership doesn't. And that's a little bit more versatility going forward. Edson mm-hmm. does it well. I'm not going to lie. He does it well. But like you said, he has, uh, he's not as creative in opening up the channels uh, for players and for himself. Right. He's great at finding himself in great positions. He's a good passer. You know, he, he can pass you a good ball here and there. But he's not a juker. He, he's not a, a dribbler. He's not going to get one, two, three defenders off of him. Yeah. And he's definitely not going to pull one, two, three defenders away as well. Mm-hmm. That's something right. Matteo Zuriba does give you. And that's something that Anico Benedetti probably will give you later on down the road as well. Um, and I think trying to incorporate him, that was the idea. But by then, I mean, the whole team just didn't know what they were playing for anymore. So right. you're right. I, I think this, I think a player like Matteo Zuriba definitely was, was missing. And I think it was a game where you had two players that uh, just kind of collided with each other Edson and Guido in this game and then you know there was no 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 real sense of a partnership in it for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. in regards to this midfield yeah. um and I think this goes great with what you've been saying Dylan it's the fact that you know whoever has the midfield battle and can win it will definitely end up being victorious now I wouldn't say Leon were the better midfielder side but I think their midfielders were much smarter than ours I think they moved the ball a little bit more better and it paid off dividend when they when whenever they counterattacked us I mean you look at exactly how this America side and this Leon side played against each other I don't remember Leon being that dangerous and I don't remember Leon having so many opportunities. They had what three, four opportunities. They put those in the back of the net. That was it. America though, they created a couple of chances that we've missed. Yes, of course. And that there was opportunities where our attackers could have maybe put the ball in the back of the net if they shot a little bit first time, but they did not So, I mean, from a perspective from someone who, you know, critiques the midfield a lot, how did you see Leon, you know, play this, uh, play this game, Rather than how America should have. What are you talking to me, Christian? You, Dylan. Oh, I mean, just just like you said. I mean, just our midfield wasn't really there. I think if you point out somebody, I think Guido maybe was having the 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 best game out of the midfield. But I mean, even on some of the times on the counterattacks, I mean, you see, you see this midfield going, getting things uh, started, especially with the. Uh, um, Montes is Mena, especially too, with having two goals and I think an assist too. Yeah, I mean that's all it is too. I mean, like you, you you've answered that the question like where's Renato Edson Edson was off Guido there Mente Clemente doesn't really do much and then you all of a sudden you get Iwaguen coming back in for the second half 
uh, after halftime. And so it's just, it's just, it's just really questionable. That midfield was off, and just nothing was clicking this whole night. Yeah, yeah, it 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 was terrible, and and I mean, you'd expect a better reaction in the second half, but we couldn't even get that. And and now we can move on into this whole second half talk and this whole substitution because I think this is a very interesting one to talk about because a lot of people have put on social media and everything how um, they thought some of the substitutions weren't correct or in the sense that you know could have been better um so so let's let's talk about this about one one real quickly i know we already touched upon it a little bit but let's 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 you know further discussion he comes in for clemente and i think we all should agree that that was the right move to make especially i have especially i have to unfortunately unfortunately Ibarwin just wasn't a hundred percent ready to be back on that pitch and you Mm -hmm. could tell you could, you could tell, tell. He, he 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 wasn't the same fast pacey winger. There was a bit of an off step to him. He had a hard time dribbling. The rhythm wasn't he had a hard. Yeah, the, the, he wasn't match fit. Especially not, especially not for forty five minutes at least. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so that was the real bummer to to play. And look, I'm sure that the teams or the staff said, hey. He might be four, 45 minutes ready, but he's at least a good 30 minutes ready to go. You know? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Pio had this information, but you're 1-0 down. You're at home. You have all these fans. You have the possibility of Nico debuting, all this stuff. I'm pretty sure it got to him. So he said, you know what? Let's get this. Let's get back into this game, and let's throw him in. Didn't work. We already knew that. Now, fast forward, 60th minute. On comes Nico Castillo. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong, right? Ben- Wrong because I wait, thought Benedetti should have been oh, the yeah. substitution. Yeah. Because we were lacking creativity. And That's exactly. Thought, I, thought, I thought that Emanuel Aguilera should have left the field. Edson Alvarez put back in the center back position to have Nico Benedetti take over that um that uh that center mid with, uh, with Guido only because... If you guys look at the second and third goal, we were so vulnerable in the back with that with that with that um with that back three, and you know it was a uh, it was bad you know it was bad and it, it showed that you know we we can't really uh trust ourselves with the back three. We didn't move to a back three. Oh, in the third goal, I meant the the third until goal. the third goal. third goal, right? The second goal, the second goal we saw the back for you, right? My bad, I meant the third goal. But you're right. Benedetti probably should have been the right call to make because Nico Castillo was not 30 minutes ready. He had at least at least 15 minutes. Even Bill Guerrero came back and said he got he yeah, he got yeah, tired. He, 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 he got tired. You know, he got uh he was out of breath. Yeah. In mm-hmm. in that 30 in, in that 30 minutes that he ran. I'm not saying he did full on sprints. I'm not saying he ran up and down the pitch. But he was, he felt like he was, he was choking. He couldn't, and it was that same altitude that we were talking about. Yes, um, and it's no joke. It is not. It's no joke. It but everyone, everyone seems to think that eh, it's a joke. Like it, that's not true, guys. It's it's a true thing. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, first time I actually landed in Mexico City, I was like, I was breathing a little bit weird. I was like, whoa, this is this is different. It's a true thing, guys. And you know, especially for a player like Nico Castillo who hasn't played much in like in the past in the past six months, has it been? Yeah, in the past six mm-hmm. months, you know, it's it's gonna affect you. And it certainly but, did. 
Yeah. And it's mostly uh because of the pollution. So don't 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 forget about that. It is really bad over there in Mexico City. Uh but we still love it. We still love you, Mexico City. Stay as beautiful and true to yourself as you are. Um but yeah, Nico came comes on. Should have probably been the other way around. Benedetti should have came in. Mm-hmm. Uh but that that doesn't happen. So now you throw on in custody, you think, okay, hopefully this changes, right? Hopefully the game is, all you need is a goal. All you need is a goal to get back into this. Yes. And then Leon goes and scores a, another one. Yeah, it was off. And you think 73rd minute, damn. I mean, we could do it. We've done it before, but we really need to go back right away. Mm-hmm. Right away. Um, and then on comes Benedetti. We switch to a back three. Piojo literally says, I'm putting all my chips on the table. Go and get me something. And Leon scores again. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. It was just, I guess the timing. Yeah. I'm, I I don't want to blame everything on the subs because, you know, there's not much that I guess they could have done. Uh, Nico Castillo no, but being, look. Being, being not match fit, but then they're only having 15 minutes to play with, especially when you're down to nothing. Um, it's it's a little bit tough that to put your your new your new um your new signings in this position. Go guys, go go out and you know make something of this game. Um, so I'm not gonna pin it all on the sub. The timing could have been better, definitely. I don't know. It's just a lot of a lot of factors playing into this. I know. I, this is what I want to say. I think in respects to this game, I think Piojo has, if not all the blame, most of the blame in this game, right. because. Tactically speaking, this team did not look like a team. Mm-mm. When you threw on those subs, it was literally like a Sunday league game. It was yeah. just get the ball up top to the to to our forward and let him do his job, and that is it. Mm-hmm. There was no structure. There was no consistency. There was no creativity. There was no cohesiveness. There was nothing, nothing in that side that you thought, what is it that this team can do in regards to flipping the game around? Right. I mean. There was no answer. No answer mm-hmm. on the pitch. No one could give you an answer. No one was picking up the ball and saying, I'm going to be the different maker. I, you know, it, it, and this is something that Bioko needs to acknowledge and say, this was my fault because. And... Okay, no, continue, 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 continue. No, because it was his choice to make those moves, knowing damn well that some of these players weren't 100% to go for that as long as they needed to go. Mm-hmm. And he still threw them out there. Right. You know? So I, I've, I, he needs to take credit for it and, and blame for it. The players need to like, acknowledge the fact that they couldn't do anything about it either. So, I mean, what more can we say? And he did. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the presser right after the game, but this is something that we criticized Piojo all of last season, blaming the refs and everything and the pitch and whatnot. For the first time, he actually said, we, got, we lost, we need to focus up and get ready for Pumas. That was it. That was the, literally the first time a positive press conference came out of Piojo. He acknowledged that his team played like crap. He acknowledged that he probably messed up on some substitutions. He acknowledges that, you know what, it's it's a game, whatever. We lost. We got outplayed. It's okay. Let's let's hit the training ground and get ready for a Clásico because, you know, Pumas is no walk in the park either. They're definitely not. They're definitely not. Although the big buzz right now is the arrival of Cowboy Dan in Tukuapa. Apparently, everyone mm-hmm. in the chat is livid and hoping that uh, they can see our good cowboy Dan strap on his boots. Dylan, everyone's asking, what kind of cleats do you wear? I keep that classified. I'm not at liberty to say yet. 
Oh, mm. so it's a contract situation. A contract. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Can you give us a is hint? It, is it made out of real cowboy leather? No, it's made out of ostrich. Nice. Okay. Ostrich. Okay. Ostrich boots. Ostrich boots. Those are rare to come now these days. <laughs> La bomba. <laughs> well, we're gonna keep our eyes peeled for when you uh when you make that debut. You said on the chat you could uh, play all eleven spots. Uh, be interesting to see where do the people want you to play. I mean, where would you feel more comfortable, Dylan? The bench. <laughs> yeah, I'm only there for morale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, no joke. Those benches are super comfortable. Super comfortable. Like, no lie. I could see why Navarrete played so long under the shadow of Ochoa. Like, those benches were, like, they're top-notch. Like, you could sleep there for, like, the whole 45 minutes. It's a world-class stadium. It's a world-class stadium and some world-class benches, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys ever get a chance to go down to the Stadio Azteca on a weekday or anything and can take the full VIP tour, I urge you, do so. They give you a whole access to the Estadio Azteca. They walk you down onto the pitch. They walk you to the benches. You get to sit down onto the benches and, you know, you get to feel what the players feel and all that stuff. And then, of course, you get to go to the locker rooms and in and out of the stadium, by the press box, everything. It's its its phenomenal. I, I highly recommend it. And uh, if you guys ever go down to Mexico, uh, uh, please, please, uh do yourselves the favor of taking that tour because the Azteca is it's a beautiful, beautiful stadium. Uh, and it has so much more history than, uh, than we could ever talk about. But yeah, yeah. it's a dream. That is true. That is true. So, uh, man, I got so caught off guard. What were we talking about before this whole about uh, Bioho, Bioho, situation? Bioho finally acknowledging his mistakes. And you know what? I think we all just need to chalk, chalk this L and, you know, focus on, focus on Pumas. Yeah, and that's the right. Uh, that was the right thing to say. That was the right thing to say. Uh, but it's again, it, it's it, the manager said the right things to the to the press. The player said the right thing. It's whether or not they're going to show it on Sunday. That's what worries me. Yeah, because you, know, you could I say mean, all these things, but um, I don't know if you guys want to have some some flashbacks. But last year we lost to Leon as well, and then we started this crazy undefeated streak. So maybe history repeats itself. Someone needs to put a GIF of, or, or not a GIF, like a picture, like a meme of, you know, oh, America loses to Leon last year and becomes champions. America loses to Leon this year and, and like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. Someone get on it. Someone get on it. Because if you think about it, if you think about it, America lost two games last season. One was against Nakaxa. The other one was against Leon. This year, it was been against Monterrey, and it's been against Leon. Leon. Now, the two have been Leon, and Nakaxa and Monterrey both have stripes on their jerseys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so, if it. so, then that's so. America should be the big campeon, right? Should be. According to philosophies, it should be. Is this conspiracy hour now? Yes. This is definitely this is your hour, Dylan. Jump in this. What? I have no conspiracies to talk about at the moment. That is such a lie. We've put off so many conspiracies this whole year that we've been doing this. <laughs> the whole conspiracy <laughs> theory of how White Piojo didn't want to play Linus. That was oh, a yeah. good one. Yeah, that was, was a good one. Mandela. 
Mandela effect. The Mandela effect. Uh, so we, we, we've had plenty of those discussions here on the podcast. But, uh, I mean, we have a lot to do uh, still to, to get to that big campeonato. Now, the only good thing I would say about this loss, besides the fact that it keeps the players grounded, is the fact that uh, it's still early-ish in the season. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's not what I'm gonna say. Like, uh, I don't remember who said it in chat. I'm not trying to call you out, but I didn't understand when they said, "Oh, it's uh, a loss is good." I don't understand how that that is coming into play because we were never at a consistent level and we were never really like anywhere at the top, in my opinion. So I don't see how this loss serves its purpose. I I think it's gonna serve its purpose in the fact that you know it's gonna whoop them a little bit more into shape, and that's pretty much it. You know. But, well, yeah, um, yeah, but 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 yeah, but but other than that, like, what other what else has this, has this loss brought? It hasn't brought nothing. Uh, a lot just more of attention to the team. Yeah, yeah, just a lot more attention to the team. But the simple fact that we were playing better than than this before, and that's, that's like like we said, like why? Like, no, that's true. Wanna, it's not to say that we were playing this fantastic know, football beforehand, and and and. No, I know, and I get it. And, yeah, and look, we just went. Look, this, we just went out in straight loss. Yeah, we, we went out, we, we lost, got, we and that's it. We, we got yeah, our we, ass attended to. We did. Simple. We did. We played a terrible game. Now, I'm not justifying the fact that, you know, we've been playing this great football. I I think we've sat here week in and week out, and we've t- attested to this that this team is not at 100%. This team has a lot of uh, a lot of things wrong right now, a lot of injuries. Because of that, because of that, you know, we've 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 been limited to it, but that we, we haven't made that an excuse. We've said we want to see consistent football from this side. We haven't gotten that. We still haven't gotten that to this day. We got our asses handed to it against Leon. Pretty much the same thing against Monterrey. Mm-hmm. Whether the team can cope with that, that's the important part. That's what I want to see now because we're getting more players coming back from injury. We have our signings. I said it years I, I said it. I, you can go back and listen to this, the podcast before the tra- the transfer deadline. I said, if we do not sign anyone, then there is no way we win this B Campeonato. We signed two. I said, we need a minimum of two to be contenders, three to actually push for that title. We got those two. It's whether or not they can incorporate themselves fast enough for me to actually acknowledge them yeah. as good signings. Mm-hmm. But I do think this loss gives us at least a sense of this team now knows that there is no excuse for them to fall back on. There's no excuse for them to say that we have injuries. There's no excuse to say that we don't have reinforcements. It's going to it's gonna be like, okay, we lost. We got our asses handed to. Now we need to man up. We need to own up to this. And we need to go out and prove ourselves, not just against Pumas, but for the rest of the season to come. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is the only good thing that comes out of this loss is that the players can realize that there's nothing to fall back on we need to do our part now and go and push and be this better side if we truly want to push for that big campeonato or mm-hmm. at least for a good season. Mm-hmm. And you got to think that's the message that Piojo's relaying right now every single day leading up to this Pumas game. And you know what? Hopefully this Sunday we can put on a good showing and, you know, remind everyone that, you know what? Last week was just the off week and, you know, we're, we're still here and we're still going to contend for this big campeonato. That's hopeful. That's hopeful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Final whistle blows 90 minutes. Gentlemen, anything else you want to add on to this game? No, I'm just depressed. I was just depressed that day. I, I'm over it now. I mean, it's just a game. No, one game. Dylan? We'll bounce back. That is uh, the reason why America makes leads me to drinking. 
<laughs> you wouldn't be the only one that uh, that has fallen down that uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> Trust me, my whole my whole family can attest to that. <laughs> oh man! But uh, someone in the group chat is saying that uh, my boy Dylan recording on a flip phone. <laughs> no, it's a Nokia. <laughs> oh, is that school Wi-Fi, right? No, I'm using my personal internet. Oh, oh, <laughs> my phone in it. <laughs> oh, I said, I, you said, I, just, I, just, I, just, like, no. I, just, I, I, I shot the finger at the school Wi Fi today. I said, I'm not, oh. I'm not doing this with you today. All right, you said personal. I was like, Whoa, the podcast uh gave you funding for personal Wi Fi. I want some personal Wi Fi. Well, I mean, I don't know about again, all that. Then again, you're the consentido of, of, of management, so you get what you want. So, you know, Dylan's going to be Dylan, I guess. That's right. <laughs> I can't wait I can't wait to meet Dylan in person. I give him a big hug. Big hug. Big virtual hug to everyone right now listening. Um, like our good friend, Mr. Thick Rick, is saying. Shout out to, to Ricky, who uh, who's came, come out to today's show. Uh, gentlemen. Before we move on into the whole classical Capitolino thing, and I want to end the podcast on that, uh, two things before we get there. One, I want to talk a little bit about Lady Aguilas, and two, of course, everyone's favorite trivia moment of the night. So I'll let you guys choose. What do you want first, ladies or trivia? Ladies. Ladies? Okay, we'll talk ladies first. Um, I mean... What's well, much to it say? Was just, it was this disappointing for all America sides in regards to this, right? The ladies did not have their best night as they went up against the Veracruz and Drew. I mean, a game that wasn't transmitted live, so we couldn't really break it down to the way we broke down that Leon game. But from what I've read, from the things that the ladies have been saying, um, I think they're owning up to the fact that they did not play their best match, that they know that they can give more, but they just couldn't. You know? Just, just an off day, I guess, from, for everybody. Dylan, should we be worried about the ladies? Yeah, Dylan, should we? No, I don't think so. Really? Because I feel like we should be because the fact that there's a lack of goals being scored really, really draws my attention because if we look back at some of the results in the past month, you've seen victories from them, but they've been 1-0 victories. And then you, of course, have the game against Pumas, which you lost. And then you have this game against Veracruz you couldn't score on. Uh, is there something that, that we're not seeing? Is there something that we're not reading? Is there something that 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 we should call and, and say, look, this is concerning on all aspects? Because I feel like the ladies just don't have a firepower or and we know that they do because they have the two cuevas and and you know the wingers that can perform and, and give you goals from time to time i just don't see that this team is getting anything you know really going in, when when it comes to attack well i mean there was a lack of goals in Ligia. yeah and then uh, we could say that it's been it's been from then then on too Look, is there an I answer just, to I, this? Is there an answer to the guys and the way they performed? <laughs> or, 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 or are we are we are we just gonna say are we just gonna are we just gonna say it's an off day? And listen, we um we hyped them up. 
And I think everyone in the communion hyped up America's uh, signings as well, the lady on the lady side. And, you know, everyone was like, you know, these signings are going to bring in great, great creativity. They're going to replace everyone that left and even do a better job than everyone that left. And I think we're starting off either a little bit below of what we did last season. So I don't know. I think I'm with dealing on this one. I think I, I think I'm with Ivan on this one. I think, uh, you know, we need to start you know, maybe hitting that worrying button just a little bit, just tapping in a little bit. Not not as much where we're panicking to think that we're not going to make the uh, Ligia. But, I mean, we should start you know, asking some questions here or there. Like, are we playing the right way? Should some players be playing? Some players be benched? You know, that kind of that kind of thing. I mean, that's hard and to I think, say, though, because it's not like we watch them week in and week out. True, that's you're right. That, true. That, that's that's what make this that's what makes this topic of discussion uh, difficult too for us. Other than other than what we true. read and, and what we see from highlights. And I think the reason why I bring that up is because I'm I'm not saying I'm bashing on the lady specifically. I want to talk about the coach. I want to know if you're bashing them. He's doing exactly what we we've always wanted this lady side to do because I feel like a good friend, Mr. Chicken Nugget says, look, the coach likes to park the bus and play long ball United Dylan from two Manchester United fans who lived through this throughout this whole Jose Mourinho thing. We know how frustrating that can be. Um, and we know that, uh, that that doesn't get the best out of the players. I mean, I mean, there's, there's six games in, they have 13 points. It's more than the guys. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I didn't show. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, two off performances, and you know, we're, we're, we're I just feel like we're we're starting to tap a little too early. Still, I mean, we're still trying to get the. I mean, we're in second. I mean, we're three points down from Pachuca. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm not yeah, saying, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm it's call for concern. No, I'm, I'm just saying you're, you're you're bringing the vendetta out, Ivan. <laughs> Never let me live that down. No, I won't. I, no, but I, I, I'll I'll give it one more game. Me personally, I'll give it one more game. Yeah, I think everyone can. It just, you know, I just wish they would transmit the game so we can just break it down better and see what see what's going wrong specifically for them. Um, I guess the tactic has to do something with it, definitely. But that's just much more than than just a tactic, don't you feel? Yeah, yeah. I I look. My whole thing was, look, ladies, it's still early in the season, yes. I'm just saying, is should there be a call for concern? Not it, there is. I'm saying, should there be? I'm just questioning. I'm not saying that I think that it's time to press the panic button on these ladies. I'm just saying, look, we're going to see what – we're going to break it down for what it is. You're right, Dylan. They have more points than the, than the men, and that says a lot, you know? For them to have the season that they're having after champions. And everyone knows what happens when you're champions. You automatically go to the bottom of the pile. That's not the case for these ladies. I don't want to say it's the case for the men because we're in eighth place and that's nowhere near the right place we should be at. But it's still a little bit early. I would say, and I would dare to give them two more games before we start actually panicking. Fair, in, fair in enough. And that's, and that's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. Okay. Okay, we're all on the same page in regards to this then. Alrighty. Ladies, look, we love you. Dylan, when's their next game? Uh the sixteenth, which is Saturday, right? Yes, it yes, is Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. Do we know who they're going up against? At twelve. All right. The table leaders. 
Oh man, we're going up against Pachuca. Now Beautiful. this is the perfect opportunity. Pachuca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is the perfect game. opportunity that look, if America goes out and wins this game, and I hope I'm I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that they really transmit this game because I really want to watch it. But if America walks away with three points against Pachuca, I mean, Ivan's vendetta is gone. Like that, just like, like no, literally like that. Because look now, first of all, it's not a vendetta because I never said that <laughs> I I want you know heads to be turned in the situation. I just said last that. season it was it was Jorge Sanchez. Now it's Lady Aguilas. Unbelievable. I mean, I it saw a bone pick with George, but mm. that's uh that's that's just that. No, I look, I love the ladies. Hashtag Lady Aguilas. I did it on um, uh, I, I did it on Monday yesterday. Um, it. Either it was too early or it was too late. It didn't work its magic. Or or maybe there was just not enough people from this podcast tweeting hashtag Lady Aguilas. I'm just saying if we're going to be pointing fingers around here. Um, but hashtag Lady Aguilas. Ladies and gentlemen, Saturday is an important game for the ladies. Uh, going to be hopefully watching that game if possible. Uh, if not, we're going to try to get a link, see see if we can get something going. That that game seems to be a very interesting one, of course. Uh, so, ladies, we urge you to put on your game face, get ready, go out there, prove to the rest of the community what you are made out of. I know Dylan's going to have your back. I'm going to have your back. Chris is going to have your back. The whole world's going to have your back. Because Saturday morning, first thing that we're going to do after a, f- a long Friday night of being at the pub, we are going to hashtag Lady Aguilas. Isn't that right, gentlemen? No, because I I can't drink yet. What doesn't mean you can't tweet? True. But I want I wanna go to a pub. I do too. I don't I don't I've never been to a pub before. Yo, what's so funny, Dylan? You're just like I you just like I wanna go to a pub. Like you just like lean in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one day, one day. Uh, a good friend, Mr. Luis, says, uh, did you guys hear about what Caixinha said? I'd rather not um, talk about it. Look, we can get messy on the podcast and we can, you know, dive into that. But we'll leave it at this. If you have nothing, if you have nothing nice to say, just don't say it. You, ha- He literally had no comment on the thing. He literally had no comment. Just say, uh, I don't have a comment. It's not, it's not my team. That's it. Just leave. There's no, there's no need to bring in all this, uh, all this skirts thing into the, like, why, why did he need to say that? Dylan, I'm just not <laughs> gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing for for the for PR purposes. You're the He's reason the why we're even a PR mess. You know that, right? <laughs> He's in the contract. Yes. Remember that. Uh, no, look, I'll, I'll I'll just say this much. Um, when he said it. I was not surprised. LOL. Why? I was not surprised at whatsoever. And that should say a lot of things. That should say a lot that if when a manager says this kind of thing about the ladies game and a lot of people, yeah, were shocked and like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. But for the most part, a lot of people were like, oh, that's, that's, that's not just Kashina, that's kind of the take on the ladies game on a lot parts of the world it's sad it's true but you know what i said well he said it he said it oh well i don't think that's gonna affect the ladies in any aspect i don't think that's gonna make them play any less or you know even that it motivates them so Mm -hmm. at the end of the day did he even apologize 
you know, know what? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't, th- I don't think he did, to be honest. No, and 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 that's just it. That's you know, let you know, let let them deal with their mess. Because at the end of the day, it's not my team. It's not my coach. It's not my manager. It's not my institution. So that the way I saw it was, oh, he said that. Well, didn't come out of my institution. Why should I care about it? You know. Like, so why we're talking about it? Yeah, exactly. My ladies are gonna do their thing, and that's it. And we're gonna leave it at that. Hashtag Lady Aguilas. Let's go for the win. Let's get those three points. Pachuca, we're coming for you. Let's go, baby. Let's let's go. So, with that said, let's move on into our next segment. Everyone's favorite hashtag trivia time. Oh, Christian, it's all yours. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Um, well, hold on, I need a burp. Oh. No, I don't. Okay. Um, so tonight's trivia question, which Ivan will post in the chat. Oh, look, here it comes. False alarm again. Okay. The trivia question for tonight is Who scored the tying goal in the match between Pumas and America in the 2007 Clausura? That is a good one. That is a real throwback. Um, that is, throwback. Uh, that isn't usually something that, uh, that most people will remember. Oh, well, you know, yeah, they probably will remember. Let's see if uh, if they should remember. If if they're true fans, they should remember this one. Yeah, I remember. I I can remember that game clear as yesterday. It was a Sunday morning, as always, you know, Pumas playing at their usual uh, freaking 12, 12 in the 12 o'clock. So Mm -hmm. it was 10 o'clock here. It was 2007. So Ivan was around, how old was that? 2007? 12 years ago. So, yeah, I was about 11-ish, 11, 12-ish. And uh, I remember watching that game and thinking, damn, what a goal. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's just one, one of those days. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a pretty game, though. It, 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 we, we played terrible. <laughs> Probably didn't deserve even the draw, but, you know, still got something going. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy. That is crazy. So let me know. Uh, let us know exactly who let won. Who won that? Uh, who won that game? Not who won that game. Who scored? Who scored that goal? Drew. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's awesome. A lot of people. Chicken Nuggets said Ochoa. Um, I don't think he has one career goal to his name yet. That would be cool. Uh, Thick Rick said the goal Cardenas. No, the goal is Osmar Mares. You know, Chema Karanas is right behind him. Um, but we'll uh, have to wait and see. We'll have to definitely wait and see. All righty. All right. How's so you going, though? It's going pretty good. Um, the scoreboard thing is a little bit tricky right now. Uh, as I mentioned last week, um, someone, I'm not going to say who's in charge of it, but someone, uh, someone kind of deleted the, the scoreboard by accident, so we had to... <laughs> Go 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 back, go back in, go back in and redo all the points again. So it's taking so much time because for some reason I keep fi- I keep finding this bug where like people are supposed to have I think ten more points, but it's not giving it. I don't. It, it's complicated. I'm working on it. Um, but uh, it should be out soon, I guess. I mean, I, I feel bad because I promised it. I promised it last week, and I haven't gotten to it. But uh, and they and they're just they're just stacking up, so it's gonna take even more time. But they'll be out soon, soon. I promise. I have a break tomorrow. Been taking my classes, so I think I'm a I'm gonna just take that two hour break and just focus on this and get it out for you guys, so you guys know how you're doing. 
Um, in terms of the prize, we still haven't really uh, narrowed down the prize yet. Um, more details coming up in the in the upcoming podcast. But uh, but yeah, thank you guys for playing. Definitely, definitely. We'll give you guys an answer on what the prize is on, in March, which is like about two weeks from now. So stay tuned for that. But it's yes. uh, it'd be interesting. You know, it'd be really cool if we gave fans who came out to the fan festival and that March friendly like five points for just coming to say hi to the Eagle Eye boys. I'm down. That'd be cool. That'd, That'd be, cool. be cool. Wink, well, wink. Uh, we'll, we'll let you guys know. We'll let you guys know what happens mm-hmm. or how we do that. So, uh, but yeah, thank you again so much for everyone who's been participating in trivia. It, uh, it means the world to us, of course, to have you guys come over here and, uh, you know, do your thing. So thank you so much. Gentlemen, let's get ready to close out the show by previewing America versus Pumas, or in this case, Pumas versus America in what is going to be hopefully a pretty good entertaining game, a pretty good fun game. I just took a peek at the EA Sports game, and uh, if it's anything to what the game is going to, it it, it pains to be a good one. So, gentlemen, let's break it down. Let's talk tactics. Let's talk predicted lineups. Let's talk everything and anything that this team needs to do in order to walk away with all three because it's exactly what you need i don't think a draw coming out of seoul even helps to 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 keep this kind of train rolling correct funny how you said draw now i'm gonna throw a little stat out for you guys yes we have been the dominant side when it comes to playoffs correct yes that is true but if you guys look at the last two meetings we have had with them in regular league play we have uh, only managed a draw against both of them. One was in the Azteca, was a was a two two. You guys remember that Henry Martin goal at the last minute? That was that one. Yep. And then the other one was a zero zero at in Seoul, and we got a record in that one. Um, no so Chilenas yeah. this time. Yeah, no Chilenas. So um, listen, guys, in in Ligia, yes, we 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 seem to have taken this uh this dominant this dominant force. I mean, this dominant side, dominant kind of presence. But in Leafly, it's a whole different story. For some reason, we just we just can't get past them in the past two meetings. And you know, should we should be uh, should we be worried? I don't know. That's a uh, it's a good question. I would have so much to say as worried as to making sure that we're refined and and, and well tuned out for this game, Dylan. What would you say is important coming into this game to to actually walk away with all three points? Don't suck like you did the last game. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's a bit broad. It's, it's, that, that is a, a, a little bit broad. Just a little I mean, bit broad. I was expecting a little bit more details to that. But, I mean, if, it, if it's that simple, then we could have just ended the show 20 minutes ago if we could have just broken things down that simply. <laughs> well, I mean, play consistent football. Act like there's 11 players on the pitch, not just like one or two. I mean, just play together. Like you always say, I haven't had that structure. I mean, it's plain and simple. I mean, you go with the basics first. Don't do nothing fancy. Yeah. I mean, you got to go back to those basics at this point, which which you hate, but. I don't hate. I I I <laughs> I, I always say play this play the simple game first. Then that's the that's the most effective way to play the sport. No, the I'm talking about. Like, uh, I'm talking about going back and learning how to pass the ball. Like that's how basic I'm trying to get. Like do simple passing drills. Some people, I feel like, do need to go through those simple passing drills. Um, exactly. But you, 
you know, let's before we go into more of a tactical sense and in, in, in breaking all that down, let's let's focus a little bit on this Puma side and then we'll we'll, we'll talk predicted lineups. You look at this side who just recently acquired a new manager, right? A manager that went to go spy on us when whenever we played against Querétaro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at this team. Is there something that we should maybe be a bit worried about? I mean, the 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 last couple of games, obviously they beat Querétaro, but you know they're coming from a one-one draw against Monterrey, a two-one win against Atlas. I mean, the last three games have been relatively relatively positive for them. I mean, what could we? we what can we say about this Puma side? Because a lot of people thought, well, you know, they are in 15th place. They're six points only. You know, they got one win and they got three draws. But it, do you think that they carry some momentum coming into this game? Uh, I think I think so. Um, yeah. We, I think we would have to look at um their their goalkeeper. Uh, it's kind of weird because we never mentioned goalkeepers, but uh, but I think El Pollo Saldivar has been having uh great performances in this and in, in his in his recent matches, especially the one against Querétaro. He 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 played very well. Um, another player we should kind of point out is their captain Pablo Barrera. When he gets in his, in his rhythm and his mode, you know he can he can produce and create and and score some goals. So if our defense is gonna play anything like we did on Saturday, you know he's gonna cause some havoc for us. Um. And I kind of want to say they're I don't know because their attack is a little bit weird. So they have on top they have Carlos Gonzalez and Felipe Mora. Um, both of them got subbed out yesterday uh, last match for Martin Rodriguez and Juan Iturbe, which in my opinion I think are better players than both of them. So it would be interesting to see which pair gets to start against America. Um, but whatever the pair we, uh, may be, um, they kind of have some great chemistry. They 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 can uh like like Leon when they get when they find their, their their sweet spot their rhythm they can create and they can cause trouble and like I said again if our defense plays anything like we did on Saturday these players will uh cause trouble for us in the back. It's basically gonna open us up like the Nile River. Oh, That's even the saying I don't know, but yeah they 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 they're gonna walk through us like like if we're just you know a slide through door if 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 we're not on our A game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, there should be call for concern, of course. Whenever you play a Clásico Capitolino, it's, you know, it's always a Clásico, and a Clásicos are always played differently. I, I, I imagine that these players would know this already. Most of the America players would know this already. Some Hopefully. of the Pumas players already. Uh, so, I mean, everything that's going to be played on the line, it, it, it's, it's going to be more than just three points. It's going to be respect. It, it, it's going to be passion. It's going to be everything, really. So mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see exactly how the players respond to it. But I, I would imagine it's, it's going to be a good game. Hopefully, you know, uh, hopefully it's also a, a safe game uh, with, with a safe environment. Uh, these past couple of Clásicos have been, you know, on, on the safer side of things, uh, you know, before these games were were a nightmare to go to. And Dylan, I think oh, yeah. I told you stories time and time again of, of, of what these Pumas America games used to be, especially at Seu. I mean, it, it was Ooh, terrible that, to go to Seu. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's 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 hope for for safe, uh, a safe viewing and uh, hopefully a fun Fun environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I, I hope so. Let's, I agree, let's, too. Let's keep it 100% safe the way the sport is supposed to be enjoyed on the pitch and, you know, uh, celebrated across all fans. Uh, and really, we, we have to keep our fingers crossed that they acknowledge that over there. So, gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about this America side. How did they come into this one? What could we predict this lineup to be? I mean... 
I'm curious to see what you guys have planted in your head. So, Christian, I'm going to throw it to you first. What is it that um, – how do you think America comes out? Um, I'm going to be in Piojo's shoes. So, I'm going to say Marchesin in net. Uh, Paul Aguilar, Bruno Valdez. Emanuel Aguilera, Jorge Sanchez, Renato Ibarra, Edson Alvarez, Guido Rodriguez, Andres Ibarguen, Roger Martinez, and Henry Martin. Interesting, interesting. I think I saw that same lineup by Mr. Chicken Little. All right, uh, Dylan, give me your predicted lineup. I think I'll go with the same thing, except I think Clemente gets to start again. What? I, you know what? I'm uh, that was a fake. What I, I, I feel like Clemente would start as well if Ibar wins not a hundred percent. If Ibar wins not a hundred, I think I would take out Emmanuel Aguilera, put Edson Alvarez as center back, and I think I would start Cordova in midfield. But that just be me. Mm, no, nah, I haven't seen enough from Cordova to say that he should start this game. Mm, I just, I just feel like, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like we need I, our I, players I mean, back. <laughs> yeah, we do, but we also need creativity. And if our, our thing is to just give it to Renato Ibarra over and over again, I'm going to be very frustrated. Obviously, this game carries a lot of weight and tension because of the whole Nico Castillo thing. Um, but he's not starting. We, yeah, do we expect him? I I really hope he doesn't start. Cut, no, not 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 to start. I don't think he, he gets match fit just that Oh, quickly, but, but, but he, yeah, he does come in, though. Definitely. Yeah, he does come in. 100%, 100% he comes in, definitely. I mean, the How whole storyline, the whole story is basically him coming into the match. And scoring the last winning, last minute goal that gives us three points. Pretty much. I and like it. And he celebrates in Seu. By kissing the America badge? Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the, the scenes. The scenes. Y'all wildin'. The scenes in the right parking now. lot. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, yeah, that would be bad. No, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. That was a whole riot. Uh, I think it would be unsafe. It would burn the stadium down, I think. To be uh, honest. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, so he I, comes in then. I see a lot of people on Twitter asking for Benedetti to start. I don't think this is the match for him to start. He's not ready. Yeah, I, I just don't think this is this, this is the this is the time. Uh, I promise you that Benedetti starts the next Copa Mekis game. That's going to be his first start. I promise you guys that towards the end of the season, he'll be a regular starter. Um, how he's gonna fit in, I have no idea. I still have to work out, you know, some move players around, see how this might work. But I think everything points that Benedetti and Castillo and Castillo will be starters by the end of the season. We we'll have to wait and see. Now, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about these tactics because it's it's gonna be interesting to see how we uh, how we go and approach this game. It's whether or not America goes and holds off from pressing, or if we're gonna go straight off the back and take the game to them. Mm-hmm. Well, how how do you think the, this side with the starting eleven that we said? You know, how do you think this game? How does America play this game? I don't know. I just don't think Piojo wants to change much, to be honest. I mean, what's our plan? Get it to the wings and then see if they can create something. See, well, I mean, it, it works for us, yes. But if you have a Puma side that kind of learned from Leon, okay, we just collapsed them in the field on Guido and Edson. They can't really do much, so that limits a lot of their options. And then, you know, when when it's on the wings, we can just collapse on the wings too. 
So that's not going to work for, for them either. So I think Pumas are going to try to steal a page out of Leon's book and collapse a lot on Guido and Edson, limit, uh, limiting them to do various things. Um, This is a tough one for me because uh, I wouldn't really know. With, with the players that we have, with no really creativity going forward, it's going to be hard to create something. Maybe... Maybe maybe if uh, if Ibarguen does start because I feel like Ibarguen is a little bit more flashy uh, than Clemente and he he can you know dribble past a few people open up some spaces and maybe that's the avenue we should go through. Um, and if Roger Martinez wants to shoot when he gets the ball when he gets the chance, then maybe one can go in. But um, other than that though, if if Pumas plays like Leon, then it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. So what I'm hearing is that if Pumas plays like Leon, it's going to be a rugged, tough battle match where you have to be the more physical side. You have to be the more imposing team on that pitch because if you're not going to have any space to run into, then the only way to get into in front of goal is by forcing your way through. Right, and that didn't work out. Roger Martinez needs to come in. Right. right? A a player that we've praised him for having a very good upper body strength you know, we said that the way his stride, the way he goes, the way he can shove people off reminds us a little bit about Salvador Cabañas. Um, so you, you want to see him step up in this game. You know, you, how many times have we said it, though? Roger, this is your game. This is your time to step up, blah, 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 blah. But we said we said this season was going to be different. When we criticize him, we're no longer giving him that cushion that he's all adapting to the league. He's had his six months. He's had the chance. Now he needs to come into Seoul and showcase it, you know, because mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. If it's not working with Roger, I would like to see Roger come off and Castillo come in. There's no Ooh. point of having two muscular players like that on the pitch when they're just going to be running into each other and not even creating space for one another. Oh, yikes. See, that's a hard one for me only because these past couple of games, Henry Martin has been playing. I'm sorry, Dylan. Um, He's been terrible as well. I mean, he's been it a doesn't, ghost. It doesn't matter. Does it matter? It doesn't I don't matter. know. I think we should just take both of them off and, you know, let Nico Castillo play the lone striker. Let's try that's, that for a change. That's a, that's a, for, that, that's for a different game. And this is, this is you, a game you, where I think really, you, really? You, you because, utilize a Henry Martin. Yeah, but if he's going to be a ghost all game, why have him on the pitch? That now that's a whole different story. You he's don't... just wait. He's just wasting, wasting, um, wasting space. Maybe for I, I don't know. I guess a Benedetti to come in and create something at least. At least it seems like Benedetti wants to get involved in the play, while Henry Martin just like kind of goes through the motion, just waits for the uh, waits for the ball and the play to come to him. On the opposite, we have a Benedetti who who seems motivated and wants to prove himself. Okay, give me the ball. Let me try to do something. Yeah, he might lose it here and there, but at least he's, you know, he's trying to do something, at least. So I think it's fair to say that both strikers, both Henry and Roger, are going to be crucial to this game, whether yes. or not they show up. Yes. Right? If they show up, then good. That's what we want to see. That's exactly what we want. If they don't, then we're sitting again here criticizing them, but that means that they're also going to be taken out. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be kind of the main attraction if you want for this game at least in our eyes we need mm-hmm. them to show up because yes. of course the midfield is going to be cramped you know pumas is going to try to do their best to limit us that means i need our forwards to go and muscle through defense open and make chances and take them take them 
Something mm-hmm. we've been saying how long now, Dylan? A year? Just take your chances. We still haven't learned. Yeah. At times. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I do expect this team to go out and have more of a fight, more of a push. And I do expect this team to be a little bit more concentrated in defense. I think that's going to be important as well. Yes. Um, and then when later on when we talk about what's the key thing, um, I think I'm going to go with Dylan. I'm going to say Guido and Edson are going to be very crucial to this game as well. Okay. So for me, the key is the striker partnership between Roger and Henry and that working out. For you, it's Guido and Edson and what they can do in the midfield and how they control yes. things. If Dylan? Mm-hmm. Oh, say go. What? Dill is having fun in the chat. <laughs> I, I I thought I asked me a question, but then you got interrupted. Oh yikes! No no no! I was no. I, I was I was asking you, you know, who's gonna be key for for America this game? Oh, it's gonna have to be much the same. I want to see him. I want to see him do better. It's gonna to have to be the back line. It's not just one player, but the back line and okay. much the scene. That's okay. So our whole defense, pretty much the whole team has to be better. You mentioned the strikers. I mentioned the midfield. He mentions the back line plus keeper. <laughs> so pretty much the whole team just has to be better. I just think that if we just get back to our our regular form, I, I don't think Pumas can stop us. To be honest, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. I think we'll know exactly what the, what type of game this is going to be within the first 15 minutes. Yeah. I think if you see America, you know, do what we like, Ivan, you know, pressing the ball, uh, pressing the opposition, so I'm sorry, uh, you know, taking the early shots, you know, letting Pumas know that we're here, we're here to play. Um, You know, this game should, just, should naturally just flow into our favor and our rhythm and our play style, and we should just, to, to a certain extent, you know, control the game in, uh, in a way. No, I agree. I agree. Dylan, you are having the time of your life on the chat. <laughs> Talking away. This is all in good fun and respect. I, I hope people know that, you know? It's not. So, so don't 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 hate us. Don't hate Dylan. He's doing it out of heart and, and lulls. Um but back to the whole Monterrey game. Um, Monterrey Pumas, you oh, mean? Sorry, Pumas game. That's not. That's not so, <laughs> so Pumas Monterrey. That's why. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, back to this Pumas game. Uh, yes, Christian. If 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 they do all those things and um, and actually get get a rhythm going, then I could see this team walking away with with all three points. Yes. So you know that leads me to to the conclusion of this, and that is, give me your predicted lineup, Dylan. I mean, your predicted result, Dylan. What do you say the result is going to be this Sunday? Dare I say 1-1? One, one. <laughs> Stop, yeah, you're, you're go, my heart. Uh, I have 2-1. 2-1 America. Okay. 2-1 America. Nice. Christian? I really think we're going to hit our stride. I'm going to say 3-0. Three 3-0. Nothing. Three nothing. Wow, that's that's adventurous. Okay. 3-0 in Seoul. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, so let us know exactly in the chat what you guys think, how this game is going to go down. I am going with the safe 1-0. America wins. Last-minute goal from Nico Castillo. Oh, okay, now I, I, I'm adventurous. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not adventurous. I'm sorry. 
because um, our next prediction has to come from our good friends at EA Sports. So, FIFA has predicted that between Pumas and America this Sunday, that the winner of this game is going to be America winning 5-3. to Oh, I would love to see that game. Golly. <laughs> EA Sports uh, got close to getting the game prediction right against Leon. They, they, they predicted that loss. So now they're predicting America walks away with three points with a 5-3 win. What do you guys think? I would love to see that game. That is a game that I I think we all pay to watch. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely one uh, one to come out and 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 really go and and make sure you, you check this out. Uh, obviously, it's a classical and and a lot of hype is going to be around it. Uh, you know, especially this this game is a little bit more important in the youth academy a sense of things. Um, so some of the youth academy players like Edson Alvarez will really feel this. Uh, Pablo Barrera, who came from the Academy of Pumas, he he mm-hmm. knows what this means. Uh, so so really, there's 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 a lot to be be talked about in this game. So I just hope for a good, clean, entertaining game. Oh, backtrack that you said clean. Hold up, I have, I have another stat for you guys. Okay. In our previous six meetings, in our last six meetings, including Ligia with Pumas, there have been a total of six red cards in the match. Uh, six red cards in in those six matches. Yeah, three three apiece. Let's just hope for a clean. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. You know what? Expected, expected to get rough out there, but this is the key thing as well. America cannot fall into their trap. If if that's what they're going for, if that's what they want to do, if that's their game plan, if that's the idea that they're proposing, you know, let's get a little bit scrappy with them. You know, you know, you know, throw them off their game a little bit. You know what happens to them when they can't when they're when they're not on their game. Um. America just has to be stronger, you know, mentally and be like, listen, guys, we can't fall into the trap. Let them let them play dirty. The cards will come. Don't worry. And we'll just keep doing our game. All righty. You guys heard it here first. Okay. So that's that. We hope for a good, wholesome win from America. Uh, three points to bounce us back. And hopefully next week when we uh, come live on Tuesday, our discussions are about something else, you know? Yeah, beautiful. Definitely beautiful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to say thank you to every single one of you guys for coming out to tonight's show. As always, we are here Tuesdays live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, we want to say thank you to everyone who came out to the live show and made it uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal. We raffled away a jersey. We I bought everyone pizza. I bought everyone pizza. Uh, it was this fun. This is your host. I buy you barbecue. I buy you barbecue. I buy you steaks. I buy you brisket. I buy you sausage, ham. Oh, oh, okay. So it's a battle of the hosts. I mean, I I don't like potato salad, but I I give you potato salad. You like potato salad? I'd rather go to Dylan's watch party. (laughs) Hey, hey. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's a very (laughs) good. Over here. I, think, I, I think that's a very nice gesture though, Ivan, that you bought everyone mm-hmm. pizza. And I'm very jealous because I wasn't there. Um yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, that's great. I heard everything fun, though. I heard, I, heard, I heard everything turned out well, which is I guess the positive thing. Yeah, he's not on the on the chat right now, but uh our good friend Mr. Carlos Diaz, he uh he came in, he brought balloons. 
I thought that oh. was the most amazing thing. Nice. Uh, brought his wife, brought his little girl, two-year-old yeah, little girl, in full America gear. Uh, she was cheering the whole time with her dad, playing with the tambourine. Uh, really, it's such a beautiful sight to see. Every dad's um, dream. Every dad's dream, and uh, and and really every every podcast host of an America podcast's dream to uh, to have the community come out, to have the community, you know get together it wasn't a whole bunch of us i know some of people said that uh they couldn't make it because of work because you know the timing was just off but uh you know for the people that showed up you know we want to say thank you and, and and i gave a little speech afterwards and i told them you know how much it meant not just for me but for you guys as well for them to come and make it and how important it is for us to get the community together and mm-hmm. and, and really that's what it's all about you know and it, the game really i could care less about it and what the result was so Really, at the end of the day, I, I think the real winners was, was was the community in the sense. Yeah. So thank you again for making it out. We're going to plan something a little bit more organized, a little bit more better. But uh, thank you for coming. Thank you to everyone, too, who gave us uh, such a big platform on on Twitter. Mr. Tom Marshall, uh, oh, Amelia, who, who, who made it out, Cesar Hernandez. Uh, you know, every every big name from the community that that liked and retweeted us and, and you know, put put the word out there. Uh, we want to say thank you so much because, you know, the event was just that much better because of it. And uh, hopefully we can get something going, something bigger next time. And uh, it, it's definitely, definitely something we want to do in the future and a little bit more consistent because, you know, there's nothing better than watching the game than with uh, with friends and family members. And, and that's what you guys are now family to us so mm-hmm. thank you again for making it out and for those of you who couldn't uh and 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 want to we'll definitely have something soon so make sure you guys stay tuned to the podcast so without uh further ado you guys can always find us on twitter at eagle ipod that is at eagle ipodcast excuse me not eagle ipod uh we have reached mm-hmm. over a hundred followers on instagram so thank Big you so party. much we uh we got so much giveaways to do now that we have no Thanks. idea what uh what uh which and which one is that but uh we'll let you guys know exactly we're gonna get this situated but thank you mm-hmm. so much for everyone uh we're we're doing our best to kind of keep track with all of this we're we're, we're we're trying to manage all of this a little bit more better but thank you so much it means the world to us and uh we'll definitely uh we'll definitely be more active in that sense gentlemen anything else you want to say to the community before we go Yo, Dylan, stop. <laughs> stop trying to catch fades <laughs> with everybody, my man. Bro, I don't care. If you want this smoke, bro, you go get this smoke. That's all it is. If you want this smoke, you got smoke. I promise you. Yo, let's get it. Um, But no, if everyone. Guys, if, if we don't come back next Tuesday, it's because Dylan just, um, Dylan just destroyed our PR. To be honest. <laughs> but, um, but no, I don't know how I can top that. But I think Ivan just said it perfectly. Thank you for everyone that came out to the to the live viewing party. Um, I know something I've been really, really worked hard on. He talked about it a lot and you know, it just, it was great to see everything come to fruition. And I hope we can have one here in New York for everybody that's, uh, that lives here around this area. Uh, thank you for coming to the podcast, watching us, supporting us every week. It means a lot to us. You know, the motivation is there and just thank you guys. Definitely. Definitely. Alrighty. Well, we'll let you guys enjoy your night. Have a beautiful evening. We'll catch you guys very soon on Twitter and on Instagram, on Spotify, on iTunes, everywhere and anywhere. Just search the Eagle Eye Podcast and you guys will find us there. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. And uh, someone put, Ivan, what is in the box? Um, My cleats. I just got new cleats. 
they're white with orange. They're really nice. I love them. Nice. So that uh, for those of you who are on SoundCloud and iTunes, probably like have no idea what was that. But <laughs> again, thank you guys. Have a good, wonderful night. We'll see you guys on Sunday. And uh, as always, Arriba America. Oh, and don't forget, hashtag Lady Aguilas. Let's go.